The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello. Well, welcome, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you're going to stay a little bit warm this morning because a little nip in the air outside. Oh, yeah. I think winter's now here. <laughs> I really think the ice machine is working and everything. But uh, so once again, I hope everything is going well with you, with the holidays all coming up. But uh, we got a busy show lined up for you. First of all, um, let's talk about this week's program. On this week's show, we're going to talk to you about ice fishing because there's cold bunnies in the woods right now. And the ice machine is definitely working hard. It's locking up a lot of the lakes, ponds, backwater areas in the upper Midwest. Uh, they've been fishing for a while up northern, basically the northern third of Wisconsin. But the southern third, it's locking up right now fast. And it's going to be locking up in northern Illinois, western Michigan, Indiana waters, uh, some of Iowa waters. It's, and the snow up north is pretty tough. So be careful out there, everybody. Okay? Be, 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 be careful. And... Uh, First of the thing we're going to do, though, is we're going to hear uh, a soldier's silent night. I play this every year at Christmas time, um, and it's to remember our servicemen and women. Uh, it was originally written, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes uh, during a, a wartime thing. But it's you know our servicemen and women are all over the world, and they're keeping, they're protecting us, and I think you'll enjoy this. I, I get a little bit. My throat gets tight every time I hear it, so I hope you enjoy it with me. And a lot of people ask for it this time of the year. I missed it last year, and boy, did I get the email. So I'm not going to miss it this year, okay? And uh, then Steve Sillick from the Cook County Forest Preserves is going to be coming on to tell us what lakes we can ice fish when we have four inches of ice on those lakes. And uh, after Steve is on, then we're going to be talking to the ice fishing champion, Tony Boschold, that's right. He's a world gold medal ice fishing winner, a local guide. Uh, he just He's phenomenal when it comes to ice. It's unbelievable what this guy can do. Uh, so we're going to have him on to tell us what we need to, be, to do to be ready 
and where to go for early ice fishing next, maybe next week or the week after. Um, and then in the last segment, we're going to have the Aiden Fishing Report and some hunting information if we have for you. So, you know, don't go away. Don't, you know, pour yourself a cup of coffee, have yourself a sandwich, maybe a soda pop, whatever. But I want you to get comfortable because we're going to be listening to that. But first of all, I want to explain to you a little bit about A Soldier's Silent Night. The original poem was actually written by a former Marine Corporal, James M. Schmidt, back in 1986. A Soldier's Silent Night have been giving the blessing to the soldiers and their families since 2003. Father Ted Bemt, B-E-M-D-T Bemt, uh, was a priest at the Bread of Life charismatic Episcopal Church in Dowson, Wisconsin. He was a very proud World War II Marine and a Purple Heart recipient, and very important, he was a dad. (laughs) He was a husband, a father, a priest, a mentor, and an entrepreneur, an author, an artist, a friend, and a lover of the United States of America. In 2003, Father Ted and his oldest daughter, Ellen Stout, collaborated to record this A Soldier's Silent Night with Dad narrating and Ellen producing the program. He was proud to complete it in one take. And if you're in this business and if you can do something like this in one take, it's very, very impressive. Since Dad was a former radio guy in the 40s and after the war, he, he figured he could do it. Five months after completing the project, Father Ted was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and he was battling that disease. Ellen was honored to accept a national AIR Achievement in Radio Award from the March of Dimes on her father's behalf. The father lost his battle against cancer on March 19th of 2004. All he ever wanted to do was to touch the lives and make a difference. Before he passed, he felt with this project he had done that. A Soldier Silent Night was played on radio stations across the United States that first Christmas. Since then, listeners have shared this project worldwide. I am honored and blessed to share A Soldier's Silent Night with you. And this is being brought to you by all of the people who help sponsor Chauncey's Great Outdoors, Waterworks Marine, Ren Lake Area Tourism, and Diamond Ghost Charters. A Soldier's Silent Night. It was the night before Christmas. He lived all alone in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give to see just who in this dwelling did live. I looked all around strange sight to see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. No stockings on the mantel, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands. Medals and badges, awards of every kind. A sobering thought came alive in my mind. This house was different. It was dark, it was dreary. I had found the home of a soldier. I could see that most clearly. The soldier lay sleeping, silent, alone, curled up on the floor in this one-bedroom home. His face was so gentle, 
room in such disorder. Not at all how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this the hero of whom I just read? Curled up on a poncho, the floor for a bed. Then I realized the other families that I saw this night owed their lives to soldiers who were willing to fight. In the morning round the world, children would play. Grown-ups would celebrate a bright Christmas day. But they all enjoy freedom each month of the year because of soldiers like the one lying here. I couldn't help but wonder how many lay alone on a cold Christmas Eve in lands far from home. The very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened. I heard his rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. But I couldn't control it, and I continued to weep. I kept watch for hours, so silent and still, as both of us shivered from the cold night's chill. I didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor, so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over with a voice soft and pure. He whispered, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day, all secure. One look at my watch, I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend. May God bless you this night. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. How you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95... 
big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting. You love watching us on TV. Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how to new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot, ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! Deer You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and the nice, cold, cool, little cool morning that we got going on here. I mean, everybody's getting excited because it's they can start hearing ice being made out on the ponds. And on the phone with me right now, we have a gentleman who's in charge of the fish in over seventy-two thousand acres of Cook County. <laughs> a lot of area, Mr. Steve Silic. <laughs> the fisheries biologist for the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. My friend, wh- I mean, it, it's, we're going to get ice now. It's gonna, the machine's going to be out there working. De- definitely. Well, thanks for having me on, Chance. And I, I could barely hear you over the sound of all that ice falling. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I love the wintertime. It's a great time to be out in the preserves. Everything mm-hmm. looks beautiful, and um, I think the ice is going to be coming here real soon with these temperatures dropping. We actually had some, some decent ice cover a few weeks back in that little pre-early mini-winter we had, but uh, things opened up, but I think they're getting ready to freeze over here again. So time to dust off the ice fishing gear. Yeah. Now, um, a couple of things. Uh, there are a number of lakes that we are allowed to ice fish in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. Now, that doesn't mean you can go to anyone, only these specific ones, correct? Correct. The Forest Preserve is, is pleased to offer ice fishing on 22 of its fishing lakes. That's over half of them. Uh, they do have signs at the entrances saying which ones are designated ice fishing lakes. That information is on the Forest Preserve's website. It's in our fishing guide. So there should be uh, plenty of ways to find out, or you can always call the fisheries office here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are plenty of ways to find out which ones to go. I don't want to list them off because there's so many. But like I said, 22 of the Forest Preserve fishing lakes uh, allow some, some nice ice fishing opportunity. Yeah, well, that's really cool. Now, um, and actually, count, you count on your fingers, okay? It's Bussy South, Flatfoot, Green, Horsetail, Ida, Maple, Papoose, Powderhorn, Saganaski Slough, Sag Quarry East and West, Tampere, Turtlehead, and Wampum. Is that all of them? I feel like you missed a lot, but I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't counting. Was I supposed to count on my fingers? Yeah, somebody's I, I, You said Bussy South, but the main pool as well. The only oh, the main the, pool the, too. The smaller North Pool that gets the um, that gets the Rainbow Trout is not an ice fishing lake. That is an ice skating lake. But if you're going to do any ice fishing at Bussy, which has some really good mm-hmm. ice fishing, uh, the main pool and the South Pool are the places to go. Okay, cool, cool. Well, yeah, and I have to tell you, if there's a lake, everybody that's set up for ice skating, don't go out there and drill a hole. I one day spent, when I was living in Michigan, on this one lake, it took me four hours to shovel this great big area that I was going to use for ice fishing the next afternoon. I'm going to have a great time. I went down there, not ice fishing, ice uh, skating. I go down there, and there were 23 holes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to mix up those two activities. Uh, the Forest Preserve does have six designated ice skating lakes, but mm-hmm. those are none of the ice fishing lakes. So don't worry about that. Right. So don't stick with the ice fishing lakes, and you're in good shape. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't do it, please, 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 please. Now let's talk about um, the uh, Forest Preserve that you get, the Fisheries Division. Uh, all, all four of you, fine individuals. No, three of you. Three, 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 three. Yeah. three, three. Um, there's you, of course, our friend Mr. Jim Phillips, and then Mike. Uh-huh. And uh, you don't do what you used to do years ago and go out to verify the thickness of the ice. We, we do not. We do not monitor ice uh, thickness. Uh, we have gone to a fish-at-your-own-risk um, policy where we recommend a minimum of four inches of ice over the entire lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's basically the, the rest of the state regulations, you know, 12-inch maximum hole. Uh, we have a little more of a restriction. You're only allowed two poles uh, with two hooks per line, and that includes tip-ups. Mm. Um, and ice shanties can be used but cannot be left overnight. If they're up, they're only up for the uh, the the open hours of the preserves, which are dawn to dusk. Dawn, right, right. Sunrise, and, sunset, pretty much the same thing. Right. And, you know, because you're at your own risk, that doesn't mean if there's two inches of ice, you can go out there and fish. You can go out there and say, oh, two inches, better get off. I'm just, I'm really psycho on ice safety. 
Yeah, I, I, I really am. And I, it just, you know, wait for it to, anything less than four inches, put it in a glass, pour some amber liquid over it, it'll be fine. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then there's the obvious ones. You never go near flowing water. You know, the Forest Preserve doesn't allow ice fishing on any of our systems that have water running through them. Mm-hmm. But you do have, like, culverts running under roads where maybe you get a little bit of flow or some um, sure. salts running in. Always stay away from things like dams where there's flowing water or culverts. You know, these are some of the common sense things that you just kind of like to remind people. And have that safety gear, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the, the, the picks, some ropes, make sure people know where you're going, have a, yeah. some sort of flotation. You always want to be careful because we really do have people, people go through the ice more than you think. So you always want to be very careful. That's, that's the number one priority. Yeah. And, you know, not that, you know, I, I want to tell stories and stuff, but one time we were in Burnham Harbor <clears throat> doing our Christmas Eve thing that we used to do. Uh, and I'm talking to these people and I turned around and at the south end of Burnham Harbor, it was open water. And I looked, and there was a guy fishing about 50 yards away from the open water. But his little daughter, that I'm assuming might have been five just by her height, was standing on the edge of the open water. <laughs> I, and I, I didn't want to, I, I couldn't yell because I was afraid to scare anybody or do, I, I mean, I literally was I shaking. Because I was, and then she finally turned around and walked back, and I, you know, I just, people, ice, it's, it's fun to go ice fishing. It's fun to go ice sailing. It's fun to go, you know, in a shanty. It's even more fun to go up north than those really, you know, the, where you can rent one for a couple of days with the TV and everything else in it. But I'm in the forest preserve, just do it. Be careful. Four inches of ice. And I mean, it's not that difficult. But as Steve said, if there's an area where you see water coming in, that ice is going to be thicker, uh, thinner there because ice melts from underneath up, not from top down, mm-hmm. bottom up. And once that ice gets a little cloudy, you really can't tell. So you, you never know. Safety is, is paramount. It is the most important. Mm-hmm. We, we love that. We want you to get out and enjoy the preserves. We love that people get out and enjoy the preserves. We want you to connect with nature and mm-hmm. have a good time and get out and get some exercise and, and enjoy the beauty. But just be safe doing it. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure that we'll talk about uh, ice down in the next couple of months <laughs> after, okay. after the sports shows because when things start, uh, Mother Nature starts warming up the world, you don't ever ever want to even think about going on what is called black ice <laughs> and that's where the ice isn't you know cloudy or white or clear but it's thinning out and it takes on a darker color and they call it black ice and uh th- you know that means <laughs> that means don't go that way folks <laughs> that means don't go that way and you you have to you said it have, let someone know um, you know, always go f- out with a friend and, you know, have some rope in the bucket. Uh, you know, be safety conscious and, you know, bring a second bucket so you can put those nice big bluegills. And, Definitely. you know, maybe you could even pick up a couple of trout still at Axe Head Lake because they stay there a there's long time. Lots of trout through the ice. There's yeah. some nice perch on a few of the lakes. Yeah. Definitely, definitely some nice crappie. People are really good crappie fishing through the ice in the preserves, as well as northern. You know, there's some nice northern hot spots in the Forest Preserve Lake. So definitely a lot of opportunity. At, at 22 locations, you really can't be too far from any one of the lakes that's going to offer it. Mm-hmm. And lots of nice different fish, no matter what you like fishing for. There's a good chance you can find a find a good lake that, that has the fish you want and, uh, and, and get a hook into them. Correct. Correct. And if you see somebody that goes through the ice, 
don't run up to them to pull them out. Remember, it's reach, row, not row, it's reach and throw. You know, lay Let flat. yourself out. Make yourself as uh, yeah. disperse your weight as much as possible, and use anything you can to extend to them. Right, Branches, and ropes, extra pieces of clothing that you can tie together. Yeah, yeah don't do that. And call, but, and call the authority. You know, call for help right away. And don't be a Kenny Schneider and tie a rope to your kid and tell him to take a walk out there and jump up and down. Okay. <laughs> Uh, don't harass Kenny too much. I was just with him this morning. Oh, okay, okay. I just <laughs> he said that on my when I was doing television show on CLTV. So I can if he said it on my TV show, I can say it anytime. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> well, you know what? You and all the guys, thank you so much for what you've done all year long, all three of you. Uh, because it's not just oh, we're riding around looking at people fishing. You are doing water samples. You're doing scale samples. You're doing testing, you know, chemicals that might be that you don't want to see in the water, and there are not. Uh, you're doing so much more than what the people know. And then on top of it. You know, I don't hear any other, for, and I'm not trashing any other forest preserve, but I don't hear other ones when I hear what you guys are doing with uh, schools and doing programs with, uh, you know, the science teacher. And the kids are coming out doing some sampling and, and looking at stuff and getting in their waders on and getting wet and doing. I mean, there is a ton of stuff. I don't think people realize what you do besides just throw a few fish in a pond. Well, you said it, Chance. Connecting, connecting with the public, connecting the public with nature, telling them what's out there, what's available to them, is really the the best way to get through to people and and, and help them appreciate what's out there and really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that's all you really want to do at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. Well, my friend, I want to say thank you for coming on the show and uh, telling us about because we know the ice machine is getting turned on this weekend. <laughs> They're turning the switch on. You may want to give it a few days, a couple, a week or two even, but uh, yeah. I think this is going to be the official beginning of the ice forming. So let's uh, That's right. get ready to start measuring, hope for four inches, and, uh, and hit, up the, hit up the lakes. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we got you on the phone first so people got the info. Okay, Steve? I appreciate that, Johnson. We look forward to seeing everybody at the outdoor shows. Excited about that. Very true. All of them. You're going to be at the, the Tinley Park show. You're going to be at the... Uh, uh, Schaumburg show. You're going to be. I'm not sure. We're doing Muskie. We're doing the Muskie show. We like that one. Yeah, we got the Muskie show coming up, and I'll be at all of them with you. <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't have it any other way, Sean. All right, take care. Once again, everybody, Steve Sillick from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, the Fisheries Division, along with Jim Phillips and our good buddy Mike. Thank you. All right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff. So become part of Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the entire Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. Season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Sign up at midwestoutdoors.com, three years for $45, midwestoutdoors.com, and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine at Midwest Outdoors. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. 
I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! I'm Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And it's... It's been a little bit of a while since we have our next gentleman on the line here. Everyone, we got Tony Boschold. Tony, how you doing, my friend? I am excellent. How are you, Chauncey? Well, I'm trying to get, you know, we got the holidays coming up, and, you know, I'm, I'm wishing for, you know, nicer days where the wind's not blowing and, you know, the pheasants are flying and the fish are biting and ice will be coming in soon, which makes you really happy. <laughs> Very excited for this forecast we've got now. Oh, God, yes. And everybody, let me uh, tell you a little bit about uh, Tony Boschold. T- Tony's a, a local boy who done good, as they say. And so you did good. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he, he's an all-ice fishing guide. Uh, he's a two-time North American ice fishing champion with the NAIFC. Uh, he's a gold medalist with the USA ice fishing team. Uh, so, you know, he's been fishing... I hate to say this, Tony, probably as bad as me since you've been four or five years old <laughs> and uh, fishing the rocks for perch on Lake Michigan as a kid. So with your parents, so, you know, you've got a long list of of quality fishing. But, you know, we are, as you said, the weather is going to be changing and we might start seeing some, uh, you know, ice forming in areas, uh, first ice in backwaters and whatever. But, uh you know, we do get ice fishing here for a while, but we don't get it as much as they're getting it in northern Wisconsin, right? Absolutely. Those guys have been ice fishing all month already. A little jealous. I know, isn't it? <laughs> now, you know, here we are. We're going to get some, you know, cold nights and stuff coming up. Where are some first, you know, as the professional that you are, where are some good places that you would think first ice ought to be? So, of course, the uh, classic areas and channels like uh, Nielsen's Channel, T-Channel, any of those spots like that are going to be hot first ice spots. The fish like to move up shallow when the water cools in the fall. 
and they are all stacked up in there already. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. they will, uh, those kind of places, shallow bays on the lakes, uh, they freeze first. Those will be ready to go. Um, anything pretty shallow, and, and if there's weeds, even better. Um, that's where the fish want to be. It's, it's cold. The fish are spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they tend to, uh, tend to be tough to catch at that time of year, but it, it, when you get on a good bite, it can be lights out. Yeah. Now, like you're, you're talking about the chain of leaks, okay, and, and those backwater areas, because it takes a, a while for the main open lakes to start freezing there. Yes, they freeze from the outside, and they work their way in. And uh, to the center of the lake, and you know, birds and geese and everybody else will help keep those areas open. But it, it's those backwater areas that I, you mentioned something: green weeds, where the weeds are, because yes. weeds produce the oxygen, right? Absolutely. And what what are these fish going to be? I mean, what what are they looking to eat? I mean, there's not as many minnows, I don't think, out there at this time of the year for them to chase. No, they're they're on a bug bite, and if they're um, if they're real spooky, I'm gonna fish with flies, something small like a tungsten or or a bullfly from uh, BMC, something like that'll work really well at that time of year. Mm-hmm. Something compact, not real big, um, and yeah, as light as you can get, get away with in the wind mm-hmm. will be real key. On those uh, on those big early fish when they're spooky and you're walking around and it's crunching in there, yeah, you're kind of ducking for cover. But yeah, that's that's uh, something something tiny will be my first choice usually. Mm-hmm. Now, wh- what about uh, well, everybody? We're talking about Tony Boschold, uh, ice fisherman guide extraordinaire, uh, and I do mean that. But you know, when you look at you know ice fishing in our area. Uh, the, the, you know, the chain could be an hour ride, hour and a half ride, or longer, depending on where someone is listening to our show. Uh, when we say the chain, we mean the chain of lakes in Lake County. But, I mean, you know, there's a lot of forest preserve lakes and things like that that are slowly freezing over, and I, m- many of them have a four-inch minimum, which is, you know, my my view is anything less than four inches belongs in a glass covered in an amber-colored liquid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I've gone swimming enough to not be so... Uh anxious to chase the fish i'm just not that mad at them anymore mm-hmm. yeah and uh, but i mean you know th- these these other lakes there's there's a lot of activity and a lot of potential i would think in so many whatever forest preserve or you know conservation area lake that you could try right oh yeah there's so many spots uh throughout chicagoland with that are just loaded with lots of fish so mm-hmm. you know there's there's even park district ponds throughout the suburbs mm-hmm. that you can get on a lot of them and throughout the throughout the uh, forest preserves like you said and those are going to be some some uh you know they're very fishy places so mm-hmm. you can have a lot of fun in there you just got to watch out for the currents around culverts and things like that where they got runoff from salt and you know things like that can be soft right around those those areas there's current there's you know so you, you gotta definitely know your eyes know what you're doing check check in your way out but yeah four inches is always good yeah and uh but like you're mentioning flies um and it's not a fly like you're thinking of going fly fishing correct i mean you can and and i will do what's known as like a michigan rig or a dropper rig with with unweighted flies as well and you would like palomar knot on uh an unweighted fly 
and then drop your, uh, you know, put a put a tungsten jig or tungsten slide down below it or whatever you have mm-hmm. down below it, and have you know about 12 inches to a foot between the two baits, and you get a lot of double headers with that rig. Um, and you can also some of the jigs are, will take a Palomar knot. And I'll do, or I mean, a, a snell knot, right? And when you can use a snell knot on some of the jigs, you can uh, have a, a tag in that comes off the hook mm-hmm. and, and tie a fly in as a dropper about three to four inches below that jig. That could be another deadly setup. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what, what about tip-ups? When, when we've got pretty good ice out there, not first ice, you know, we got pretty good ice out there. And, uh, you know, you'll get anglers looking to tip-ups for, well, they'll take anything. But, you know, a lot of them are zeroing in on, you know, largemouth, walleye, um, catfish. Yes, catfish through the ice you can catch people. Um, and, and stuff like that. Um, what, what's kind of like a, a thing with, you know, using a tip-up? Besides wearing a pair of creepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's glare ice, I, even if it's not, I'm always wearing creepers because you could hit some glare ice while you're walking around and, you know, it's not worth a trip to the ER. No. So I pretty much wear mine all the time. But yes. um, So like a typical rig for me is a split shot uh, and a treble hook. And it's either going to be something tiny like a size 8 to 12 mm-hmm. treble hook I might throw a glow bead above it or a different color bead above it. And I might go with, um, if they're a little more active, I'll go with something like a, a VMC bladed treble hook. Mm-hmm. They got the little uh, willow blade hanging off that treble on the bottom. That's an awesome extra flash attractor. And they've got those all the way down with like size 10s. And so those tinier hooks give it more, you know, more stealth. You can't really see those hooks. Uh, back hooking a roach or nose hooking a, a fat head, extra large fat head or something like that for those for those game fish. Hmm. Now, the one thing when you're ice fishing, um, it's it's not. I mean, I've seen people you know jigging up and down, and you know they're putting you know a, a two to three foot mo- motion in their arm to whatever spoon that they're you know jigging up and down and there's sometimes where i watch these anglers and they are just i mean microscopically moving that jig yeah what is the difference that's the difference, that's the difference between like fishing a bug bite or fishing a minnow bite so typically with spoons you're targeting fish that are minnow eaters like big mouth panfish like rock bass and crappies and stripers around this area and you'll get walleyes and all that to hit those as well so the, the spoons you're going to make those bigger movements um and then you're going to stop though you know you're going to pause it every now and then you're going to jiggle it once in a while you're going to do a short like six inch hop every now and then mm-hmm. and you're going to mix those up and dramatic pauses can be key five seconds is not out of the question um to let them get a chance to come. It's like it's like a cat and mouse game. You rip it two, three feet, it gets their attention, they start chasing it, and as soon as it stops and settles, they pounce on it, mm-hmm. just like the cat would. You know, the cat doesn't doesn't move until until it stops. Yeah. You know, the cat's watching, watching, it, it jerks forward, and the cat waits for it to pause, and it pounces as soon as it gets a chance. So, right, I was I was fishing uh, Burnham Harbor. Uh, right there by Soldier's Field at one time, and a friend of mine, uh, he let me borrow his uh, underwater camera. So he dropped it down there, you know, so he could see the, you know, we had our, our 
fish finder going. We had the camera going. I said, geez, I feel like I'm high-tech fishing here. But I will never forget this, Tony. I'm sitting here, and for, I, yes, the fish could have been three inches long, okay? But on the TV camera, it looks like it's a, a monster bluegill, <laughs> okay? And <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and this bluegill, for 45 minutes, couldn't have been no further than a quarter inch or less from the bait, and it just kept looking at it. <laughs> that's not unusual, and that's why you you don't want to fish those fish. You know, you that one's not going to bite. Mm-hmm. Those are those are more of a negative fish. The neutral fish will try to bite, and the aggressive fish will definitely eat. So, yeah. It's, you know, learning to move on and not, not fish, uh, negative fishes can mm-hmm. be really tough uh, when you're watching them. But, yeah, just working working up and down through the water column is what I like to do to attract and trigger those fish, the bigger yeah. ones that are off in the distance. And even, like, um, if I am sight fishing, like you said, where I've got my markup camera down mm-hmm. or I'm just looking down a hole sight fishing, I will let those little ones, when they do come in, I'll let them eat as opposed to playing takeaway from them, hoping a bigger one comes. Mm-hmm. When those little ones grab it and they shake their head and shred the bait, that sounds like a fish feeding to the big fish, and they will come through and knock them out of the way and steal their lunch. Mm-hmm. So it will attract bigger fish, and it works with bluegills and perch. And mm-hmm. We've recorded it and done it on camera, and it's, it, it works amazing. So, yeah, there's there's good noise from, like, fish feeding, and then there's bad noise like creepers and, uh, you know, mud bars and augers going off that can really spook the fish when at the early ice. So, but yeah, that's uh, a common technique for me for bringing in bigger fish from the neighborhood. Now, uh, let's talk about, you know, your guide service. Now, if, if you're an ice fisherman and you've got all the gear and you've done it for many years, great. But I, there's a lot of people who've gone, what's this ice fishing? You know, and uh, he, he, Tony has been doing it for more than a, a long time. <laughs> but, you know, his ice fishing uh, guide service, I mean, you've got several kinds of programs. You have programs. Uh, it's perfect for someone who is either a novice or an intermediate ice fisherman to really learn the sport from you, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, if you don't want to make the big investment, you just want the experience of ice fishing, that's definitely the way to go. There's All you need to do is get dressed and show up. And I've had people show up from Florida, from Texas, from San Diego, and they just want the experience of going out ice fishing one time. And, the, you know, people in Florida, it was pretty funny. They, they showed up with all their own winter gear that they bought from northerners who retired in Florida and left them at, at some thrift store. <laughs> so apparently there's some excess winter gear in Florida thrift stores <laughs> if, if you're coming up. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's about the experience more than anything and just trying it if, if you've never done it. And mm-hmm. you, you may learn something and you may want to take it up and then you've got a better idea of what's the actual gear you want to buy as opposed to you know, what's right. happened to all of us. We all have a corner in our garage of stuff we bought that we wish we hadn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just helps shorten that learning curve to go with experienced people and, and uh, learn some things. Besides all those people from Florida and Alabama and Texas and California and Arizona, when, when they come up to go fishing with you, they just want to be able to go back and say, do you know what these crazy people up north do? 
<laughs> yeah, and they got pictures like this guy from Florida. I had him lay down in a in a tub like three deep. <laughs> and I towed them out there and by the time we got out there this guy was an absolute snowman <laughs> and he looked so miserable I go wait 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 don't move don't move I go, let me get a picture of this for you so I can commemorate this moment because <laughs> you, you will never want to forget this and right now you just look you, know, you can't even see your jacket <laughs> that's good and, oh and, my god it was great but that's what you, you have uh, trips where you actually use a snowmobile right uh, yeah, now it's an ATV, but okay. yeah. And then you yeah, have uh, my website. walking trips uh, to take people can walk out to an area, whether it's Chicago Harbor or, uh, you know, one of the other lakes that you guide on. You, they can walk, meet you someplace. You walk out there. You pull a little sled behind you and get out there. I mean, you do groups, which I think is fantastic, you know. Uh, you yeah, the do- walking trips are more like early ice. And mm-hmm. once we get into the season, then we're, we're driving out. Yeah. And we- then... Um, yeah, late ice, we, we walk again. But you do something that I think is really even, it shows your love of the outdoors and your love of getting people to uh, be part of the outdoors, especially ice fishing, is you do a thing with kids, though. Yep, kids are free. <laughs> I think that's fantastic, Tony. I have to have one adult per child for an extra babysitter, but yeah, I'll spend my time working with the kids. The mm-hmm. kids are no extra charge as long as they are um, 15 and under. Mm-hmm. They don't need a license. We we, we take we allow the kids to show up as as uh, extra people that don't count on the on the charges. So yeah, it's um, all about getting the kids started and the, and the next generation. So you know, if if they get hooked on it and they have a good experience, they're going to want to do it more. And, yeah. and that's what we try to do is just get them out there, get them on some fish, get them excited. Yeah. And even if we're, you know, watching with the cameras and stuff, they just absolutely love that. And then you've got the the video game side of it where you, you've got your mark them down and you see the jig and the fish moving in real time mm-hmm. as you're jigging it and you see them bite or, or at least you see them coming to it. And, yeah, they just, it's it's the uh, it's the best video game ever. You've got uh, you know mm-hmm. you've got you've got a weapon of mass destruction you're deploying and you're seeing live targets that you're taking out with your <laughs> with your weapon of mass destruction and bring them up topside for dinner. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, and Tony, the kids love it. Oh kids yeah, absolutely love it. And uh, once to find, they get the hang of it, to find all this information, you go to your website would be the, a real good idea, right? Sure thing. And that's Tony Dash. Boshold, B-O-S-H-O-L-D dot com. Is that correct? Correct. And uh, you can see all this stuff there. His, uh, phone, well, give me your phone number, too, so people can give you a yell. Sure thing. It's 630-373-6682. You can call or text me. Okay. Uh, let me repeat that. That's 630-373-6682. Get a hold of Tony and set up a time to go out and do a little bit of ice fishing with a really, really, really champion ice fishing guide and just a neat guy to spend a day with. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> thank you so much, Chauncey. Well, thank you. And you and your whole family, I wish you all a very happy holidays, okay? You too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You're listening, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? 
No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Oh, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314 580 2577 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Did you know trespassing is the number one complaint against snowmobilers by landowners and is a leading cause in lost snowmobiling access? Most land adjacent to snowmobile trails is closed to snowmobiling, so stay on the trail. No trespassing means no snowmobiling. Just because there are snowmobile tracks off-trail doesn't mean it's open or legal. Ask first and know the off-trail rules before you go. Brought to you by the American Council of Snowmobile Associations and the Federal Highway Administration. Visit snowmobileinfo.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. <coughs> Chauncey. 
Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Black and blue with a hint of yellow, the blue gill boogie. Yeah, the blue gill boogie. When the bass sing biting and the bass sing biting. to John C. on John C.'s Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and uh, we got to get on this pretty quick. We've got a we talked a lot on today's show. Uh, my fishing report for my grandson Aiden, who's in Western Michigan. Uh, once again, I don't read it until I'm speaking the words. Papa, Dad, and I went to Berrien Springs to see if the guys there were catching any fish. We saw a few fish swimming around. They said things have slowed down, but they expect the cold weather is going to make the steelhead come up the river more from Lake Michigan. So we're going to come back next week. We then took a ride to some of the other smaller ponds, and we didn't see any ice to speak of that would be called safe ice. We saw some just skim ice, but nobody should ever do that. But we were also stopped at one area and fished for bluegills and caught some small ones and it was a lot of fun. I think we're going to wait until the river gets hot or the ice gets a little thicker and then we can go out and look for some perch and crappie because that's what I would like to catch. Your favorite fishing magician and hockey star, Aiden. Oh, uh, yeah, that's my Aiden Fisher report for Western Michigan. He, he must have been busy. It was a pretty short report from him, but that's okay. That's okay. He's, he's a good guy. Hey, uh, you know, fishing-wise, the cold weather, as long as, you know, things aren't going to lock up on the lakefront, those perch are going to be pretty active for several months. As long as we can fish them, you're going to be okay. That's the big key. And if you can stay in the fish, you're going to catch them. Some boats are going pretty far up the Calumet River, which when we say up the river, we're talking about going as far as the Ford plant, and they're picking up some fish in that area. Navy Pier, the north side of the pier, they're picking up fish on crappie rigs tipped with minnows and little strips of squid. You you buy squid, cut them very thinly in these little slices, and what happens is they just swim like a little fish with the current in the lake so that's kind of a fun thing to try uh some people say it works it works for me i don't know if it worked for you but it's okay out of northwest indiana we're seeing uh, fish from the calumet river east 
and through the Hammond area, uh, boaters and shore fishermen. But the boaters have said it, the wind was too much to go out on Thursday. So we're going to look for maybe the weekend. It might be better, but we're not sure. Well, it ain't going to be any better. Uh, <laughs> but once again, watch that wind and don't get in any problems. Ren Lake Area Report, sponsored by our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism, <clears throat> said that we had a lot of rain down there. Water came up, but it's still okay. Crappie slowed down off the 154 road and the drop-offs. But they think it's going to be better by Sunday, tomorrow. White bass are mixed in with those crappies on the 154 bridge. Don't pass them up. Largemouth bass, bluegill, and cats are all on the slow side. Yeah, they're on the slow side. We can't figure it out. Uh, Cook County Forest Preserves, everybody's waiting for ice. Really, there's very few fishermen in the Cook County Forest Preserves. Same thing up on the Chain of Lakes. Very slow activity going on up there. Water levels are low, and every angler that I spoke to said, we're waiting on ice, Chauncey. That's all we're doing. But if you're looking up north to Vialis County, uh, we're seeing heavy snow, cold, everything. Let, let them clear the roads off before you run up there, everyone, okay? Uh, but the walleye are staying fairly shallow for an early morning, late evening bite. Tip-ups with live bait, shiners, suckers, stuff like that. 8 to 12 feet is, is going to be the key depth that you're going to be working for a lot of stuff. Crappies, walleye are both in those same thing, but the crappies are in the bays in that area around tall, green, narrow-leaf cabbage leaves. Uh, look for green. If it, the leaves are brown, don't, don't even try. Look for green. Plastics and white, pink, and silver, or even blue will, will work. Uh, pretty decent crappie bright also going on. Northern pike, they're really just outside the crappie <laughs> because the crappies are the buffet. Okay, remember that. And they're like, hey, let's go find some crappie. And uh, they're also picking them up with black or red jigs, doing quite well. Bluegills, they're hanging a little bit deeper right now, but that's okay. If you work at it from, you know, dawn and dusk, you can pick up some nice bluegill for dinner. And perch, a lot of small ones. But, hey, if they're small ones, there's bigger ones somewhere out there, so don't pass it up. Up in the Wolf River, Fremont area, some anglers have uh, said they ventured out to the backwaters and they found action and activity there. That's a really, really good sign. Oh, yeah, it's coming to that time. I can hear the flute playing. I'd like to leave you with a Native American proverb. This one is from my friend Apensui Majua. It says, if you have one foot on the pier and one foot in your boat, you're going to get wet. <laughs> if you have one foot on the pier and one in the boat, you're going to get wet. We don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We'll see you next week for our Christmas special right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.